Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast Love the Graps. My name's Chris. I'm here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan. We are talking to you on Skype. Is that how (laughs) it's said? Yeah, it's like Liam Gallagher's doing it. Right, On okay. Skype. It's a little known fact, Liam Gallagher invented Skype. Well, I, it, in fairness, he didn't invent it, but he was an early investor. Right. So, um, yeah, so they did give him a lot. Um, he, got, he got good share options on it. So. Um, so we are checking in, second day in a row. Got to keep the streak alive. Um, just with our... Survival. This is like a survival yeah. podcast, isn't it, at the moment, I think? Yeah. Except, like, I, I did... I mean, we just had a conversation before the uh, the pod started about a friend of ours who, was, who went to a cafe today. Yeah, just um, completely yeah. disregarded all the guidance he's yeah, been receiving. No, I, I did go out earlier. Um, well, I, I, I went to a few. I went to a few shops, uh, yeah. saw... Um, Boots at the Western Fable Centre, which is mm. a shopping centre in the uh, east of Northampton, um, only allowing a few people in at a time. Oh, really? Well, that's good. That's actually yeah. quite good. Yeah, but all the others were stood in a, a queue well, that's outside. Yeah. No. And then um, the security from the shopping centre was stationed inside Tesco uh, to stop people getting upset at the fact that they could only have like one pack of, of hot cross buns. Oh Jesus! I know, man. I mean, I, I saw I saw a guy. He had two massive bags of pasta, and he was carrying them to the checkout. I thought, mate, they're only going to let you have one of them. Yeah, I well, I went in. I went to a couple of shops, and um, I went in a little Tesco, and there was a fellow who got told he couldn't buy two boxes of um, like baby milk powder. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, really, he was getting quite upset about it. Um, I mean, Apparently English was idiots not his first buy- language, so he didn't really understand being told no. Yeah, um, some idiots are buying that and using it as milk. Oh, my God. I know. We're still we're got have, milk. We're going to have a population of muscly babies. <laughs> uh, you, well, that's my former Twitter handle, if you remember yeah, rightly. I do, yeah. Um, the, um, yeah, and the other thing is I managed to get two toilet rolls. Wow. I walked well, a past pack, a, a pack of two. Yeah, yeah. Or was walked... it, or was it somebody selling them by by the single? <laughs> no, single it was a two roll. pack. I've got them here in my hand. Two pack of Andrex Classic Clean um, right. in a little pharmacy um, in a forest gate. Um, okay. I was walking past and I spotted them through the window. I was like, yeah. I'm going to go and get some of those. And they had more. But you know what? Right. It's socially responsible of me to just buy what I needed. So exactly. I bought two. Do you know, I was reminded today of a guy I went to university with who I went around to, to visit him in his student house. And I said, Carl, can I use your toilet? And I went in there and he had stolen a toilet paper dispenser from the student union. Yeah. And I screwed it to the wall of his student house toilet <laughs> and would periodically top it up uh, from the student union. That's brilliant. Yeah. Never paid for a single toilet roll. 
you know. Yeah, I remember this that one of the houses I lived in at uni, um, like one of the girls' dads bought like a job lot of toilet paper, so we didn't have to buy toilet paper for the whole year because our airing nice. cupboard was literally full of it. Yeah, um, but, I'm, uh, I'm just I'm just pooing at work. If they're making me still go into work, then I'm I'm going to poo at work. I don't want to talk about the poo arrangement that I've had at home. Um, but let let me put it this way. I have managed to make a quarter of a toilet roll of toilet paper last a very long time. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about some of the stuff that we've been doing um, to distract ourselves from the uh, what I'm calling Boris Johnson's apocalypse. Um <laughs> <laughs> so you made me watch a wrestling show today another one I did. AEW yeah. yesterday you made me watch another one today yeah this is this is kind of how i'm going to get you through this apocalypse by making you watch wrestling shows yeah um that you ordinarily wouldn't watch well also um, as people who follow this podcast and follow the facebook group know i don't like wrestling no not anymore so. And that's yeah. why you that's why uh, you put on the shows you do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's, it actually adds up when you think about it like that. Yeah, I did see today. Uh, there's there's a thread on the Facebook group for for anyone who hasn't been on there about people sort of saying, oh, you can book your own dream indie card. And uh, someone, uh, Sam West, who uh, is one of the people who runs Resurgence, uh, his main event for his. And it's a bit weird for Sam West to have a dream indie card because he could just do it anyway he's got a wrestling company i guess but um i guess he couldn't do this main event because the main event was charlie evans uh the resurgence champion versus charlie evans the good grand prize holder yeah um, would be difficult to i wouldn't put it past her especially if tom was, scarborough is reffing it was um funny did you see adam's response to it i did yes yeah it was quite yeah. good yeah. He said um, that our uh, the good wrestling Charlie Evans is a, a deathmatch monster. Who um, what did oh wait a minute what's the second part of it now I've forgotten. Oh, who survived being poisoned? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what did uh, what who did the resurgence Charlie Evans ever beat? Gene Money. Yeah, he's Gene a, Money. He's a joke. <gasps> he's a joke. How dare you? He's just a hashtag, mate. So rude. He's a walking hashtag. Yeah. He's he a walking hashtag for a show that's been moved three months now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned about that, to be honest. But yeah, we'll see. Well, I won't be there. I'm going to, I'm going to Liverpool, mate, and I see GCW. Oh, uh, that's the weekend, is it? Yeah. Which brings us nicely round to the show that I made you watch last night. Wow. Professional I am at podcasting. Amazing. So, yeah, I made you watch uh, the Game Changer Wrestling Acid Cup 2 Night 1. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it live. Um, What's that live? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's it's one of those quirks at the moment in that it it started fairly early, like a 7 p.m. start Philadelphia time. Um, I presume Philadelphia time is just a random thing I was saying. Kind of between time, like, yeah, between time zone changes at the moment, aren't we? Well, yeah, and also because it definitely wasn't from the Voltage Lounge in, in Philadelphia. It's from an undisclosed location. In Texas, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, because of that little quirk of, of them going on to uh, Daylight Savings time 
uh, onto summertime and us not, then um, like it's basically only four hours rather than five hours of difference at the moment. So it's only 11 o'clock start. So I'm going to watch night two uh, after we finish recording this podcast. Okay. Well, good, good for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I might watch that tomorrow. Maybe. I yeah. think it might tighten up a little bit in the second time round, but yeah, go on. Let's, let's have a little chat about that. Cause I did watch it and I, I, I've messaged, I was messaging you a little bit while I was watching it. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure whether I'm enjoying this. I'm not sure whether it's <laughs> clicking for me. Well, um, I mean, there's there's a couple of things to say about this. So it's the Acid Cup, which is uh, in memory of Trent Acid, uh, who died 10 years ago, which yeah. is quite a long time. Um, a lot of people miss him, especially some of the people uh, involved in GCW were kind of big friends with Trent Acid in uh, CZW and also on like the New Jersey indie scenes, as it was. Um, And so three and a half years ago, they they did the the uh, the Acid Cup in in memory of him and Joey Janela won that first one. And this this was back when Joey Janela was kind of not not a name. I think he just fallen off the roof uh against zandig yeah you alluded um, to that on commentary yeah which if you've never seen it there's a there's a little documentary um you can find it on youtube about joey janella mm-hmm. um and it, it's a great documentary um it's and be- it's, that documentary is the best thing joey janella ever did <laughs> well yeah it's arguable um but you might be right um ends with uh joey janella taking that fall off the uh, the roof, getting really badly hurt, and then saying, "Well, I've made it now. I don't need to he do this a, anymore." He takes a pile driver into the back of a flatbed truck. Yeah, through a load of crap. Roof. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he gets quite badly hurt, and then he was like, "Well, I've I've, I've kind of made my my name now. I don't need to do that stupid shit anymore." And mm. then like, there's a graphic comes up at the end and says, uh, "Shortly after completing this film, uh, Joey almost severed his thumb in a death match." <laughs> And yeah. it's like, yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, they do the the Acid Cup. Uh, so this is the second uh, annual, not annual, because it's been three no. and a half years. Um, and they, they've got 16 people to be in it. Um, obviously, there's no shows going on at the moment. The, there were supposed to be uh, a couple more this weekend that I think have been shut down because they were going to happen in Illinois. And Illinois has now said, look, basically no one can get together anywhere um so those shows are going to be shut down so this might be the last two american shows for months um apart from maybe i I guess if uh, AEW and wwe still do their behind closed doors stuff but who knows how long that's going to last do you know what i mean um so it was just uh 16 guys in a room which looked a lot like the voltage lounge in philadelphia uh doing eight matches um Beyond the 16 guys involved, there were probably like half a dozen other guys there, um, including Joey Janela, who wasn't wrestling in the tournament, but was doing commentary uh, and will be wrestling tonight in the first ever social distancing match. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, to see. OK. Um, um, so, yeah. Um, and it had the atmosphere of a load of mates in a room fucking about and we got to watch this. And I don't know yeah. if, if that's what you got from it. Well, so obviously, like the night before, um, or the day before, yesterday, I watched the AEW show, which yeah. essentially is the same thing. They're going, right, we're going to put on a show in an empty venue um, and broadcast it 
and you'll be able to watch it. Obviously, AEW are doing it in an arena, but they had people sat around ringside. So, yeah, yeah. You know, people who weren't working that particular show but were there were, were doing that. Um, and Game Changer did the same with the Acid Cup. Um, yeah. They had um, basically everybody who was on the show, rather than hanging around backstage, was out watching the show. Um, so they, they were quite vocal, um, but there weren't many of them. And no. It felt like I was watching one of the old Flow Slam FIP shows. <laughs> um, from that, like, from it, that... like it, it felt like I had, like I was watching an actual show. Like yeah. it was weird. Like it didn't feel like I was watching an em- like a like a purposefully empty show. It felt, it felt like, like I was watching, watching an a poorly attended show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that weird room that um, that Gabe used to run in Florida that had like the plants everywhere. Yeah, and, yeah, and by like plants, I don't, I don't mean side. like fans. He could have uh, done with some plants. He could have done, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, that was where we never found out who Uncle John was from that room. Yeah, I still want to know because somebody's got to be, somebody's got to know. Well, Gabe's a cop now, so he's never going to tell us. No, but maybe one of the other guys could fill us in. Yeah, somebody so, must have known. I was, so I was one of the reasons I was quite kind of excited for this show um, was that. I've been cracking on about a lot of these guys for ages and GCW is not everybody's cup of tea and the American Indies is not everybody's cup of tea. Um, there's, there's a certain thing that if you watch, you'll watch British Indies um, and there's a, there's a certain kind of loyalty you feel to them um, that a lot of people don't have for the American Indies and thus, you know, shows of a similar standard to what we have in the UK going on in America, people just won't be bothered with them. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I've been cracking on about a lot of these guys and I thought it'd be really nice to finally have people see some of the people that I was going on about. Now, I I don't think a lot of them were at their best last night for many reasons. Um, I mean, you particularly sort of mentioned Matthew Justice. Um, Matthew Justice has has been better than he was last night. He's also been worse than he was last night, if you can believe that. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what you get with Matthew Justice. But I was quite impressed with some of the guys. I thought they gave a really good show. And Blake Christian is always really good. I don't know what you thought of him. I, I'm going to be honest. I can't remember who was who. Because right. when you, once you get into, once you get into, like, some of the younger guys... There is like there isn't an ounce of charisma among them. No. So like it's just a bunch of guys. Like some of them are probably further along in their experience than others. Yeah. Um, so sorry. like Blake Christian was a guy who fought the guy from Jersey. <laughs> as in, <laughs> that our could be Jersey. any of them. There oh was... right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. The, the, I mean, they they said he was from uh, United Kingdom, but I'm not yeah. sure if Jersey is in the United Kingdom. I don't know. It's very weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, New Jersey, it's United Kingdom of Great Britain, Northern Ireland, and, like, those yeah. little islands. So it's United Kingdom, it's not yeah. Great Britain. No, but um, I, I was kind of tipped off about him a couple of weeks ago when I went to Pro Wrestling East, uh, and Pat, uh, who's a friend of the show, um, 
often see him down at Eve. He was over and he was telling me about this this guy because he's involved in the wrestling scene in Jersey um, oh. about this guy called called Benjamin Carter who's over in the US on a he's at college there. Um, I think Joey oh, Janela yeah. said soccer scholarship, um, and he's he's doing the the US Indies. Um, and I'd, I'd seen him do a match for uh, Black Label, I think, a couple of weeks ago on the IWTV gimmick. Uh, what are you eating there? That's, I'm not eating nice. anything. I'm just trying to tidy up some stuff. All right. Sorry. It sounds like you were unwrapping a sweet. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Um, so, yeah, so uh, that was who he fought. Um, I thought that Ali Cat looked really good in her match. Yeah. Uh, against uh, Atticus Kogar, who's uh, he's part of Ricky Shane Page's group. That that might explain why uh, um, Nick Gage came down and, and gave him some grief. Yeah. Uh, Nick Gage, the one guy uh, of the crew who wasn't hanging around at ringside all night, no. which I quite liked. He's got to keep that mystique. No. But also, he doesn't get along with Pitbull, does he? So um, No. Yeah, well, should... not, not allowed yeah. <laughs> in the same area. Pitbull was there. There was a cardboard cutout of the musician, the yeah. singer, Pitbull. I thought um, it was Batista at first. Did, did you? Yeah, they look um, very similar. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, it was a running joke throughout the whole show until they ran it into the ground. <laughs> um, so there's that. Yeah, and then Nick Gage came out and, and tore the head off it. Yeah. Yeah, which Joey Diallo was quite upset because he paid a hundred dollars for it. Hundred dollars for that. <laughs> I mean, there's questions that need to be asked. Um, uh, yeah, like I don't know. It. I, I've said this about the US Indies before, and I think like a show like this, I, I don't think it holds up to like half the shows that we have in on in this country. But maybe not half the shows. There are a lot of shows. But, like, you know, if you take your sort of top, like, eight indie companies in the UK and put them up against this, I think, like, they blow them out of the water, frankly. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I, I, I can see that. And I'm, like, maybe I do have a bit of kind of home bias towards GCW because it is, like, my favourite company to watch, really. But this wasn't a typical GCW show. No. Um, I think on a typical GCW show, you you will you get a variety on the card in that you'll you'll have like a big multi-man scramble, you'll have a tag match, you'll you'll have uh, a, maybe uh, a match that that goes a little bit out of control, then you'll have an out and out death match, and then yeah. you'll have your your Nick Gage main event. Do you know what I mean? It's just like because when when you've got like Chris Dickinson there and you've got uh, Nick Gage and then. And then have like a couple of the other ones. Yeah. Like it's just that then everybody else just feels like vanilla. Like they don't stand out for me in any way. Yeah. Like, and also like and Joey Janela joked about it. Like their gear is all terrible. Yeah. Like they, they all look <laughs> a fucking mess. Like like it feels like I'm watching an indie from a million years ago. Like and that's the joke I made about Matt Justice is like. I feel like he is a throwback to a really like dodgy time in independent wrestling. Like, you know, just after ECW closed. Yeah. Like it's like people like that emerged where it's like, yeah, they kind of look like wrestlers. They kind of look like what you would think a wrestler might look like. But then are they a wrestler? I'm not sure whether they are. Now, see, I, I love it when indie wrestlers have great gear. 
um you know it's it's one of the things if i do a, a three and three sometimes people's gear will be in that um you know shout out mercedes blaze has got the the best gear in the uk at the moment um but i also kind of love it when the gear is really shit like you've got jimmy lloyd's singlet with like the holes in it you've got nick gage's shorts that are, are ripped again like another pair ripped in the ass again but then that's like their character isn't it like that's guess, like yeah like i mean nick gage like uh, jimmy lloyd i think he's going for like he's a schlub yeah. Um, and then Nick Gage is like, he, I don't know whether he even really understands what's going on. <laughs> like, on it, like genuinely, genuinely, I think Nick Gage is a fucking liability because I think he's like riding this weird wave of like cult of personality, and I'm not sure he fully understands what's going on. Like, I mean, I mean, I, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit, but like sometimes I look at him and I'm like. Do you understand why people like you? I think like, he does. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I've 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 heard him interviewed and he's he's a solid guy. Um and I, I think he knows what he is and he's playing up to it. Um that bit at the end where he came and just uh asked where his gang were at home <laughs> yeah. in, into the camera. Yeah, and Jimmy yeah, yeah. Lloyd, let's talk about because throughout the night, um like they started off Brett Lauderdale, who owns GCW, was doing the ring announcing. Um, but then um, the wrestlers started having a go. Jimmy Lloyd, what an ace ring announcer oh, yeah, for that main event. Yeah. yeah. It's like if ever he, if ever he uh, gets too hurt to wrestle or you can't be bothered, because that that's, looks more like what would happen to Jimmy Lloyd. I just can't, <laughs> I just can't bother to do it anymore. Um, he, he'd make a great ring announcer. Yeah, yeah, he nailed that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. There, there are some people that I like on it, like, as much as I'm like I'm not completely on board with the Nick Gage thing, I can acknowledge that he's got a like a a unique charisma. I think there are a lot of people on the show that have got like negative charisma. <laughs> um, like there's only so many like you know slightly doughy guys in like pleather <laughs> shorts that I can watch. Like I've had my fill of that over the years. Um, I mean, I'll always watch, like, Chris Dickinson and Pinky Sanchez. I've uh, oh, I've, all, I've got a soft spot for Pinky Sanchez. Yeah. Like, going back to, like, Chikara. Um, so I'm always happy to see him. And Chris Dickinson's great. Um, probably, the, probably the best match on the show. Yeah, it was maybe. really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, I mean, yeah, it was what it was. I, I, I don't know if you noticed, uh, uh, Lucky13, um, he's, he said today that he dislocated his shoulder. During the oh, match, right. okay. yeah, he was the one who was holding his shoulder for the, the second half of the match. Do you know what he says? He's still going to wrestle tonight. Yeah, of course he is. Of course yeah. he is. And the, the thing is, the the thing that like shouldn't be forgotten about this is that they set up uh, a fundraiser um, while this show was on, and uh, the target was five thousand dollars with the money going to the wrestlers and the people involved in the show, because obviously these guys are not going to earn much for a while mm-hmm. um and they they passed ten thousand a couple of hours ago that's good um so you know it's a payday for these guys who are not going to have many paydays for the next few months and like it's easy to say oh well you know they can go and get a job but can they do you know what i mean like we're in in this situation loads Jimmy of Lloyd people are going to be laid off child acting of course yeah 
do you think do you think there's still a place for him as a child actor? <laughs> yeah, I would, if I if I saw Jimmy Lloyd cast in like a remake of Home Alone, right? Now, oh man, could you I imagine? Would be well on board. Yeah, and uh, talking of of child actors, did you hear Joey Janela's zinger about uh, RF? I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also then heard him later on like calling um, Harvey Weinstein a, a piece of shit, which I, I agree with. But like when Joey Janela has spent the whole night making jokes about showing his penis to all of the female wrestlers <laughs> and having sex with porn stars, I, I kind of take it with the um, with the seriousness it deserves. Yeah. Um, I did. I messaged you earlier and I said I don't like Joey Janela, <laughs> and you said, "Oh, I think he did a good job on commentary." And I said, "Well, I think he ma- he handled himself well on commentary, sure." But yeah. I also think he's a douchebag. Yeah. Would you like to go for a drink with, with Joe Janella? No, no, I wouldn't. I, well, I wouldn't like to have a... Well, I mean, not right now. We're not allowed to, are we? But, no. Um, I wouldn't like to try and hold a conversation with him. I bet he's um, fine. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, not to sort of um, spill the backstage beans, but there have been people I've I know that have been in locker rooms with him that aren't high on him yeah so, uh, <laughs> the, the, I know you you told me that there was a certain someone who really didn't like him but um, yeah that may have changed um because who knows you know he's a he's a TV star now he's uh is he <laughs> I mean is he yeah like, in a way like there are lots of people on AEW, and some of them I would not call TV stars. No. Um, okay, so that's that. Yeah. I, I, I will try. I will endeavour to watch the second show. I know you're going to watch it live. I'm not yeah. doing that. Um, I'll, if I if I can find some time tomorrow, which I probably will do, because I can't leave the house, can I? No, you're on lockdown. Um, yeah. And yeah. I'm in London, so it's doubly locked yeah. down. I was supposed you know, to be going um, to. Um, I was supposed to be going to view a room to yeah. potentially move into tomorrow. Is it an ICU um, room? <laughs> it's a plastic bubble. Yeah. Um, but um, we're going to do it over Skype instead. Nice. Um, so are they going to walk around with the phone? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be weird. Cool. Um, yeah, and I've thought of the the next thing that I'm going to make you watch as well. Um, the uh, I've I've not seen any, but I've I've long thought, you know, I must sit down and watch that. And as we're all going to have time to do this, okay. there's a promotion on IWTV called Zona Twenty Three, right. and they're they're a Mexican company oh, who God. their shows take place in a junkyard. All right. They okay. they have a ring, but the ring is like in the junkyard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So all right. yeah, we'll, we'll watch we'll a try, bit of that. We'll try and watch a bit of that. Yeah yeah um yeah so i've been i've been watching some other stuff as well yeah you know that that's the main thing isn't it when you're when you're on lockdown you watch a lot of stuff yeah um i've been working from home and in the background i've been watching the uh the wwe ruthless aggression documentary series yeah, um, people people really talk fondly about the ruthless aggression era, don't they? You hear them talk about, oh, the attitude era. Oh, yeah, the ruthless the era aggression good, era. The ru- give me the ruthless aggression era. <laughs> I think I think it's kind of indicative of like people who like that, like people who 
got into wrestling at that point are now nostalgic about that era now. Yeah. I think that's all we're I think that's all that's happening. I, I, I found it an interesting watch because that was kind of the period when I wasn't watching wrestling. Right. Because that's when I was at university. I'd kind of moved to what I drifted away from it. Um so it was quite sort of interesting them talking about the rise of certain people and the way the way they kind of reached certain um certain points in 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 their storylines um but basically so i guess the guess the ruthless aggression era sort of kicks in after the failed wcw invasion stuff yeah um post uh wcw closure um and it's kind of typified by like the rise of like your Brock Lesnar's, your Randy Orton, John Cena, Batista. Those are kind of like the big stars that came through, came through that. Um, but then also like you, you guys who'd kind of been bubbling under, um, coming up like Eddie Guerrero and Edge, Edge and, yeah. and Bradshaw, um, these guys. Um, Weirdly, they didn't. Weirdly, they didn't talk about Chris Benoit in this. Um, really? That's, yeah, that's yeah. Um, unusual. Yeah, what happened unusual, to that guy? Yeah. I don't know. Disappeared. Um, you know. <laughs> I, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Um, but yeah, quite a fun watch. Um, yeah. The, the WWE documentary series have got this like weird tendency to. Um, it's like they're designed to be watched in any order because like they repeat things. Yeah. Like there's weird, like they don't, cause it's not a chronological telling of the story either. It's like, it's like they're touching on different bits, but then they'll come back and they'll go, Oh, and this is what happened with the brand split. And it's like, they've done that. You've already covered yeah. that on another episode, but now you're touching on it briefly here as well. And it's like every episode is kind of made to be watched in isolation um, or in any order, um, which isn't, I mean, I don't think it's great TV making personally. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's some good stuff. It seems like they're doing a second series of it because yeah. um, they feel like there's more to tell. There's mate. more to tell. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the issue I have with, with these kind of shows is the, and it doesn't really matter so much with when you get into the ruthless aggression era, because with the exception of wrestlers going mad and killing their families, um, there's very little controversy. And no. WWE were the, the only game in town at that point. So there's no bending of history. But when when you go back to, to earlier periods, um, there's certain... Uh, bending of of truths yeah. to fit yeah, yeah, Vince yeah. McMahon, and it's kind of weird. It's like I always thought it was, you know, if if because they've got all the footage now uh, that's like of anything that's important in American wrestling. It's like if only one person had the rights to any footage of Hitler, um, and they were slightly <laughs> sympathetic towards Hitler, um, so therefore the <laughs> the only documentaries you saw with, with footage of Hitler in would 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 put a positive spin on him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's it, like it feels like a false equivalency. Well, of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. well, the, so there was only like because you know I consider myself fairly knowledgeable about like 
wrestling and this sort of period of yeah. WWE, even though I didn't watch it loads at the time. But, you know, you pick things up, don't you? Of course. Um, and the, I mean, the major glaring sort of thing. And I think I saw some people pick this up on social media was the, the, the weird thing where they were like, and then Vince decided that he was going to change it to WWE. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, did did he? <laughs> Do you know what? We're gonna we're starting a new era, so we're gonna just change it. It's like, no, come on, come on, at least put your hands up and go. There was a copyright dispute. Just acknowledge it, because a cursory glance on the internet is gonna completely debunk the idea that it was a brand branding change that you wanted to make. It's embarrassing. Like, I find Do you know that what? Embarrassing. I I have never forgiven the the panda lot for that because. No one called them the WWF. Like no one called the 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 World no, Wildlife the World Fund. Like World Wildlife Fund. And and even then they changed their name to the Worldwide Fund for Nature, which right. is WWFN. But they still insisted. Yeah, they they w they insisted that the WWF, the wrestling company, had to change their name. I've never forgiven them. I hope all animals die. <laughs> Well, I mean, they'll be in charge soon. Well, yeah. Once we once we're wiped out, so um, yeah. So, so I found that I found that a fairly decent watch. Um, yeah, I'm going on... to watch the um, the Florida Championship Wrestling one. Yeah, um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That quite interests me. Um, apparently, if you look very carefully, there's a shot of Kenny Omega in the background. Right, and Which... I think part of the next series of the Ruthless Aggression thing, they're going to cover like OVW quite closely. Right, okay. Which I think will be quite interesting, because they did touch on it a bit here. Like, they had Cornette was on it. Um, Cornette was popping up. There were a few t- interesting talking heads. Um, Spud, old Drake Maverick, was on right. quite a lot, actually, um, which I found quite jarring. Now, that's um, weird, because during the Ruthless Aggression era... I was wrestling on the same shows as Spud yeah. in like rooms above working men's clubs in the West Midlands. Yeah. So I'm not sure what he could quite bring to the. Well, the, I mean, uh, he was talking table. about it. He was talking about it as a fan watching. Right. Like the, those guys, like, cause like Ricochet was on it as well. Um, Ricochet. Well, I don't know why they bothered. Like they had him, like, he said like two lines and he's not, He's not known for his ability to um, engage the audience by talking to them, is he? No. Um, and uh, he, he didn't really cover himself in glory there. Um, uh, but yeah, like, so they did touch on some of the OVW stuff, like with like Lesnar and um, and Randy Orton. But it'll be interesting to see them sort of dive into that a bit deeper particularly as like they had people involved in that that didn't sort of come to the fore until much later right like yeah. you know like i mean i think people like um like daniel bryan like stopped in there at times and, and yeah like kenny omega obviously they're not gonna um i don't think they're gonna um, touch on those sort of people too much but be interesting yeah i may give it a look i probably won't but i may give it a look yeah you know? um yeah i mean that's it for the wrestling that i've been watching to be honest yeah i've I've watched a few other bits i've been watching my superhero shows yeah um 
you know, some of them are getting a bit dark. Batwoman, very dark. It was uh, the, the this week's Batwoman episode was was just wow. That's not that's not comics. Um, oh but other than that, it's just uh, I've still got to go work, mate. It's like I'm I'm the I think I'm the only person left in the country who still has to go to work. Well, I am working. Um, well, are you? Work. Are yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are I'm you connected? Wanking um, well, and biscuits. Wanking and biscuits, mate. Financial services um, providers are being considered key workers now. So do you know what that that um, foiled my piss? That did. Did it? Yeah, it's like most of them are just moving like fake money around. It's just oh, really well, yeah, but we're me. not bankers. Like we're we're trying to make sure you are bankers, have, mate. You're all bankers. We're trying to make sure that people have got access to their money. Like, don't don't. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. I have no I'm just serious for my thoughts big fat about bonus to come in. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it, mate. I'm waiting for for the Chancellor of the Exchequer to sign me uh, an ex check with eighty yeah. percent of my salary on it. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, bless. Um, yeah, I mean, I listened to I listened to him. I put Radio Four on when they were doing that, and it, he's like the whole time he's like, "We are doing something unprecedented. You will <laughs> not believe what we have got for you. <laughs> we like, are doing socialism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We're being forced to do it. Um, yeah. We, you didn't even need to vote for Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> no, we're giving you what Jeremy Corbyn would have done anyway. Yeah. And you um, get to watch a clown flail about in addition. Yeah, it's fun. And yeah. like sometimes listen to his dad say that he's still going to the pub. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've been watching Lego Masters USA. Nice. Um, nice. Which I've been really enjoying. Hosted by Will Arnett. Okay. Um, of Arrested Bojack Development Horseman. and Bojack Horseman and Lego Batman fame. Yeah. Um, he's he's a lot of fun on that. Um, some of the contestants are a bit unbearable. Of course, um, they're grown men who play with Lego. Yeah. Well, it's all it's all grown up. So I watched the UK one that was like last year. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. And there were some kids on that, and they were very cute, and they like, you know. They had a little cry at different times because they yeah. were struggling. Um, and like the quality was a ve- it was variable, but everybody was trying their best. But did, anyone, the American one, did anyone bust out any Duplo? No, no, no. That's not Lego. That's Duplo. It, I mean, it's part of the same sort of family, but it's not the same. Is there Sticklebrick um, Masters? <laughs> no, there isn't. No, no. it's not Connects Masters. No, either. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so all the American ones are like, I don't know, some of them are a bit like arseholes. I watch it and I'm like, fuck off. I don't want you to I don't want you to be creative and have any success. Um, there's one guy who's like you look at him and you're like, oh, what was that fella? I can't remember his name now. Jason, Jason Kincaid. Is that his right, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like the, the patchouli oil hippie man. Yeah, the the one that Joseph Kafka stole his his whole deal. <laughs> yeah, and and did it better. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was like that, like that kind of a guy, like a, a gross sort of like 
you know, um, beach bum hippie dude. Right. It was he's a real arsehole. He was so rude. <laughs> like he was like like say go on there in pairs. Yeah. And but like these two had been put together. They were like we've never worked together before, but we're like you know really into Lego and we're like popular on the internet for doing all these Lego things. So they've put them together. And he's with this girl. He's so rude to her the whole time. Wow. And like, they, they had to draw attention to it. Like they had to be like, well, they're not getting on, are they? Um, because he was so mean. It's like, Jesus, this is supposed to be like a wholesome British Bake Off style show. Well, girls have their own Lego now, Lego friends. So uh, unless she was using that, then um, she really That's... shouldn't have been there. Well, that's probably his problem, wasn't it? He was like, why are you touching boys' Lego? Yeah. You should be touching girls' Lego. Now, with it being American, do they do they pluralise it as Legos? No, they don't. Um, and uh, Will Arnett made a joke about that at the beginning because right. his, his sort of running thing is that he's trying to prove that he's like a good host. Right, like, okay. Like they're like, oh, have I done have I done well as a host this week? Um, and uh, like talking to the judges and go, I just, you know, I'm trying my best. And one of the first jokes he made was calling it Legos. Right. And everybody telling him it was wrong. Yeah, they threw bricks at him. Not Lego bricks. No. Actual no. bricks. Now, of course, in this post-Brexit world that we're in, um, mm, we won't have Lego. We won't have oh. Lego Masters UK anymore because it's filthy European. Um, so get ready, mate. Meccano Masters. Um, it will actually be Fuzzy Felt <laughs> Masters. Oh, man. I, I love a Fuzzy Felt. <laughs> Do you know what? That That's a merchandising idea out there for you for a Britrest promotion. <laughs> when we come out the other side of this, do a Fuzzy Felt set. Fuzzy Felt. Britrest Fuzzy Felts. Yeah. Yeah, you can make a ring and, and put your wrestlers in there. Be amazing. That's a good Mate, idea. Let's wind this up because I want to watch night two of the Acid Cup 2 uh, from an undisclosed location. And it's going to start in three minutes. OK, good, good. Uh, right. Well, so that's been our second edition of whatever the hell we're calling this. Yeah. Um, why don't you get on the Internet Facebook page and tell us what you've been doing to pass the time? Yeah. Um, not not the masturbation part. I don't want to hear about it. Wanking um, and biscuits. You know, you know who you are. You know who you are. Joe Atherton. <laughs> Shout out to Joe, actually. Like Joe's been self-isolating for a while because um, he might die if he gets this yeah, uh, disease. Yeah. So shout out to Joe. He's uh, he's doing the Lord's work by staying indoors and I'm not gonna dying. I'm going to give Joe Atherton a ring tomorrow. Oh, good. That'd I'm going to give nice. him a ring. He always rings me. Uh, inopportune yeah. time so i can't <laughs> answer the phone um and then i feel bad but then i never ring him back because yeah. i'm a bad friend um and actually i guess we need to discuss our uh, super strong style 16 plans um so thanks for listening including you joe if you do listen to this um and until next time you might until next time you might as well go and stay in bed we had joy we had fun we had seasons in the sun but the hills that we cry were the seasons out of time all our lives we had fun we had seasons in the sun 
Stop the world, let me be. Just stop this on the beach.